are such that so many seekers are born, so many of them, they are really seekers. That's a category, a category of human beings who are seeking something beyond. It's a fact. I mean, there was never such a time before that so many seekers were born on this earth. This word was used sometimes for one single person or maybe about ten at the most. But two thousand years back, you could not find so many seekers on this earth. I mean, they are seekers. Why there is so much seeking? And why people are seeking? Why they have this temperament of seeking? What is the reason? There must be some reason for it. And as we all know in Sahaja Yoga that the last judgment has started. And the last judgment is going to work out through the Kundalini awakening. And everybody is now trying to seek it some way or another. Uh, the whole pattern has worked out in such a way that the seekers are born at this time and they have a background too. They are not just seekers today. I mean, you were, as you know that you were evolved, evolved from a unicellular animal. And then, now today you are a human being. And there are people who are human beings, otherwise also, same way as you are. But you are a category, no doubt about it. There's a category of people who are seeking, not out of fashion, out of uh, just because in the atmosphere there are many people selling their tickets. But you are doing it because there's something within you which forces you and impels you, compels you completely, which propels you which makes you mad and you do not know why, why, what's the matter? And at this time, as you know, there are lots of things that have come up. As in the market, one has to supply something, plastic, if there's too much demand. But as there is plastic, there has to be something absolute, there has to be truth. But what I find is this, that lots of words have some or other emerged out of all this plastic supply. And these words are extremely confusing. From where do these words come in? For example, cosmic consciousness is one of the very common words used, cosmic consciousness. From where does this word come in? From where do you get the idea of all these things? And that's also make people quite vulnerable because they think these the words they never heard about. You see, something great, cosmic consciousness, oh, great thing. All these words have come from the scriptures. It was unfortunate or fortunate, I don't know, it can work out both ways. That it was said that after realization you will get this. Though a little secret, secretive, it's not so open, so straightforward, but still, from all the scriptures, you see, especially the scriptures of the Eastern world, we can say India, where the seers went very deep into themselves, kept it as a secret throughout till the time of, I would say, Shankaracharya, the sixth century. It's quite modern for us in India. 
Never a word was uttered about Kundalini, not this word was used except also by Markandeya, who was there long time back, much before Shankaracharya. But to people Kundalini was something unknown, something very much away from the understanding of people. In the Vedas, you see, the primordial mother was called as E, E, and that's why Kabira has used his E Pada, means the state of E, the primordial mother. All this has been said in the Vedas, agreed, and is said again and again, and then in other scriptures like Bible, Quran, everywhere it is mentioned that you are to be born again. But one had to say that. Now one says that. Nothing was sort of very primitive idea or sort of a crude idea or a, some sort of a imaginary idea. It was absolute, the truth, absolutely that. But when you just say even this much that you have to be born again, you see a very simple thing is that you have to be born again. These people pick up this word, that you have to be born again finished. They brand themselves as born again, twice born people. Just go about. There are cults and cults and cults who talk about that you will be getting your Self-realization. That is, this is Self-realization, you must have this Self-realization. And then with that other things also come in, like cosmic consciousness, you achieve your cosmic consciousness. Now what is cosmic consciousness then? It's not written anywhere in the scriptures that clearly what is cosmic consciousness. And it is very difficult for a seeker who is madly seeking not to get confused. Anybody would. Like they describe, you see, when you become cosmically conscious, you become the tree, you become the mountain. Are you going to become now the dead things? Use your brains when they tell you these things, that you start becoming a cloud and then you becoming a tree and then becoming a mountain and then becoming a stone. This is the idea of cosmic. You start everything, breathes, and it talks. Yes, it does, no doubt. But for that, you have to be subtler. The gross understanding of a thing that you become identified with something else that is much lower than you. You see, this is the most important point, point we should know, that you get identified with something which is much lower than you. All such ideas should be challenged by all people who have brains, that how can you become lower than you? For example, somebody says, all right, you start jumping like a frog. A simple thing. Very common it is in India. See, so many people, they come and sit with their feet towards me and people tell them, no, you are not supposed to do that towards Mother, you can't put your feet towards her. They said, what can we do? We'll start jumping. If you don't put feet like this, we'll suddenly start jumping like frogs. And then you tell them, how did you get this? They said, one guru has awakened our Kundalini and it is written in the book. There's a book written, you'll be surprised. 
where they have said that you will start jumping like a frog when the Kundalini is awakened. Actually, there's a book written, he's the guru of this fellow, uh, he's the guru, he's uh, Saraswati Anand is his name, the one who has written this one, and I think he's the guru, is one of these persons. And he's regarded as a very authentic book by people. And this kind of a thing is selling today, that you are going to become frogs and you pay to become frogs now. We have to see with our understanding, with our intelligence, how can you become frogs? I mean, is that the way God is going to now take down to frog level? Very simple. Or any one of such levels has to be, make you a mountain. Why do you want to become a mountain now? You have come out of that mountain. You were a rat, then you were a monkey, you climbed over trees and today you are on top of everything. Now you don't become the same dead thing. And then you start believing these stories and acting on it. It's a very subtle thing one has to understand. It's so cunning and so foxy. You do feel that. You'll be surprised, you do feel. You feel you are getting out of this body, you are moving about, you are going on top of all the places, you are seeing things down below. You just start feeling that you have become the mountain, it's breathing, this is breathing, that is breathing, and everything is pulsating. You start seeing all these things, you start becoming that. How does a mountain breathe? How does a molecule breathe? Now we have here some scientists, they know that there are electromagnetic waves within us, in the same way there are electromagnetic waves. In the all, all the elements in their elements, they have got atoms and all the atoms have got these electromagnetic waves. And these electromagnetic waves make it pulsate, they are isometric, symmetric and all sorts of pulsations are there. These pulsations are coming only from electromagnetic action, only electromagnetic. Now see this, this is very important to understand. Out of five elements, electromagnetic. So, one of the elements is the light and another element is the magnet. Magnet comes from the Mother Earth. So out of these two elements only, these atoms start pulsating. That's only a part of it, that you had before even. When you even had no life, you had electromagnetic vibrations within you. So you are not going to get those electromagnetic vibrations, you are not going to feel them. But the Brahma Shakti, the power of Brahma, the all-pervading divine power of love is not electromagnetic, it has got five elements. It has got your emotional power, 
is the love of God. It has got your evolutionary power and all the powers that has created you within itself. You are not only electromagnetic, are you only electromagnetic? All these synthesized in one is the Brahma Shakti and that's what you should get. Of course, I mean after realization you will find that you find vibrations coming out of certain things, like certain kind of coefficients is there. If I've touched something, you might get vibration from that also. They catch my vibrations. They can transmit. But these vibrations are very different from electromagnetic vibrations. You can record electromagnetic vibrations with your limited machineries you have created, human machinery. But this you cannot record is the synthesis, there is no analysis. You analyze all these electromagnetic things, bring it to that level where you can catch it when they are dead. You cannot analyze anything that is living. How can you? Even at the level of your intelligence, you are analyzing only the dead, not the living. You cannot analyze it, you have to synthesize it. And when you synthesize, for example, sitting in this room, see the color, see the patterns and see the carpet and everything, the whole thing gives an aura of some sort of a soothing feeling for you. How will you analyze it? Is there any basis of analyzing even this? The aesthetics, just the aesthetics you can teach. You don't see through electromagnetic fields, do you see that? say in a drama or a play, you go there. But there is an actor, there are stage, and there are people sitting down to watch it, and the whole thing creates a, a mood. And this mood, can you analyze it? Can you analyze Shakespearean mood with your... I mean, it exists, no doubt, it creates a mood, no doubt. It does within us, isn't it? But can you analyze with some machines, you see, this is, this will create uh, Shakespearean mood? I must say, through meditative process, Indians have gone to a great extent to create moods out of certain things, like what words to be used to create a particular mood, what time to be used, what tune to be used, uh, how to render it. You see, even in Natya Shastras is the drama science of drama. But still, whatever it they may say, that you should avoid these words, these are soft words, this will not create the feeling of, uh, say, uh, a warrior, for that you have to use these words with these accents and all that. With all that, whatever you may do, the whole creation of the whole thing depends on the artist. Now how will you analyze an artist? For example, a day before only I had a very good uh, time and I should say very good rendering of a very nice raga called Puriya by some artists. Now this raga I have heard of so many people play before, this raga. So many people have played and some people just don't like it at all because rendering is difficult. But if it's a master hand, 
I have never seen such a rendering before the way it was rendered out by an artist. Now, how do you analyze that artist through your science or anything? Can you? Now, this is even beyond that. That's just a part. Just again the part, the mood. The thing that gives you a mood. What is the thing that gives you the mood? There must be something within you which gives you the mood and that is what we call as the Mahakali power. This power on the left hand side is the one that gives you the moods. It could be anyway, it could be your own, could be from something that is not your own, maybe some <coughs> sort of a another personality putting that impression in you. But deep down it is this side within you, the left side, is the Iranadi that gives you the mood, that creates the mood. And the, and the one that creates the mood is the right side. The one that feels the mood is the left side. For example, this artist is the one who uses the right side power of action to create the mood for the left hand side to give you joy and to give you peace. And that total feeling of that creation. But now we have to go to the mood of the God Almighty. He is in the mood of creation. Think, for example. I mean, let's go to that point. And what does he do? He has his own rhythms. He plays his own rhythms. He plays his own tunes, his waves and all that. He creates the things the way he wants. It's created in waves after waves. In his own joy and in his own mood, we should say, in his own fantasy, in his own imagination, in his own fondness. He is God Almighty. Who are we to ask him question, why did you do this and why did you do that? I mean, we think we are all BBC uh, <laughs> interviewers. We go on asking questions to God even. We cannot ask Him questions. He is beyond questions. So that's how He creates the beauty for us. And then we try to analyze it, break all the beauty and try to find out how can He do it. You have to join in with His mood. You have to become one with Him, to feel Him within you. And then you can feel that mood with which he has created that, those waves. Those waves which have all these powers within itself, which are tremendous, which are fantastic, which are beyond your understanding. But you can emit them through your being. You can reflect them through your being. Through your spirit you can reflect those waves that's what you have to achieve. To become into real cosmic consciousness, you have to become that by which you emit those waves of God's love which has created this universe. It's a thing much beyond these mountains and trees and things. Then what you feel is the 
vibrations of a particular tree which has more vibrations. There's a tree I have seen in Delhi which may have been planted by a realized soul, I'm sure. It's a very queer type of a tree which has got from four sides, see the trunk coming up like that, like four sides. And it has tremendous vibration. Some trees have those vibrations, some stones have those vibrations. But they are not aware of it while you are. These vibrations work it out, they act. They act through your attention. <coughs> Wherever your attention goes, they go and act there. It is that tremendous. As the attention of God, wherever it goes, it acts. In the same way, when you pay your attention, it acts. That's all what you have to become. You don't have to become something that is there. Once you understand this principle, this principle of your attainment, you will discard all that is nonsensical. Of course, only the seekers are going to come to Sahaja Yoga to begin with. Don't worry about the non-seekers, just give them up. Have nothing to do with non-seekers. Don't break your necks with non-seekers. Those who are seekers are only going to come to Sahaja Others may come just for curing, getting cured or some sort of a thing. It's like coming in the kingdom of God, which is the wealthiest kingdom, the highest, the most dynamic the most precious, the most blissful, to ask for something very cheap. But you get that also, that's the minimum. But why not ask for the real, for the best? So it's the seekers who have to realize that this is what you have to see, and not all these monkey tricks into which people are putting. Of course, you cannot pay for it. It's too great for you. It's too much higher for you than you can. You cannot purchase it. It is not under your control that you can purchase it. Humble down yourself before thinking of paying for anything like that. It's the blessing of God, it's the grace that is going to come to us, which we have to receive with thanksgiving, because He has chosen us to be in His kingdom, to be in His love, to be protected, to be bestowed with all that is His beauty and grandeur. How can we pay for that? People don't understand such people. They can't understand God, they can't understand such human beings also. Like a late gentleman came to see me and I was talking to him and he liked a particular painting. 
And I said, all right, you can have it. He said, for free? Yes, of course not. Said, if you like it, it's all right, because I had done it, so I can do one, many more. I said, all right, you can have it if you like it. When he got frightened of me, he said, how can that be? This is something absurd. How can that lady give something for nothing at all? There's something wrong, fishy about it, he ran away. They can't believe in a person who can give something for nothing, because nothing can get it. This is a very, very simple fact about the truth, that you cannot pay for truth. Truth exists whether you pay for it or not, it will exist. That's why it is the truth. You have to accept that with thanksgiving, with grace, with joy, with such a feeling of glorification about yourself. You must see your own glory about your own dignity being glorified that it has been bestowed upon. But when you get it also, you are not sure of yourself, you start seeing it, but, you know, is it true? Let's analyze. Sit down. Now, why should I get it? Oh, I got it, no doubt. But there must be something wrong about it. It's something silly, I to waste your energy except for analyzing. You are all seekers, I know, and I will never say that you came here just to... just to be here and not to take anything. But the ego part you haven't left out with your shoes. And that catches you as soon as you put on your shoes, it suddenly comes up. Then you start analyzing. It's like if I give you a cake, I mean, this is not a cake, but it's a cake, I don't know of what should I say. A cake that tastes very well, is valuable more than gold or anything in this world. Such a cake I cannot describe. And then you go out, cut it out, and see that if it is anything near what you expected, start analyzing. And that's how many Sahaja Yogis who come to our program also get lost. Moreover, Sahaja Yoga itself is called today as Mahayoga. It has a great attraction power, but in the same way there's another force working, the centrifugal and the centripetal forces. Both are equal and opposite, which throws away people very fast. The way it catches, the way it can throw away. So the first seven days, I think, are the most important things for people to steady themselves. It gives you a good chance to understand that God has to give you this because you are the culmination of His creation, that He has to save His creation. He's doing it out of His boundless love. And you do not try to limit it by your analysis. Gradually the whole thing will come to you very clearly. Don't lose it by your analysis. Whatever you analyzed so far, where did you go? You don't get your vibrations by analysis. 
if you start analyzing, you'll never get vibration. That's why first I put you out of this point, so you become thoughtlessly aware. Just now you are thoughtless, there's no thought. That's the best way. You put them out of thought. You see, if you bring them here, you become thoughtlessly aware. And then break the sastra. So then you can feel it better. Because if you are thinking, if the say, Sastrara was lower than Agya, I could not have managed it. One had to put this Agya chakra at a lower level. That's why Christ had to come before I could come on this earth to create this Agya chakra, that it could suck your thinking and your ego. Now we have before us a big task, tremendous task. As you know that thousands are getting drowned, they are seekers and only the seekers are attacked. Those who are not seekers are very nicely sitting down having a nice time, say may, might be in a pub or maybe in a casino, so-called. Of course these are, as I know, is advertising departments for the hell no doubt. But they'll finish off there. But those who are seekers, for whom the whole creation is waiting to welcome, are lost. And I have to tell you that this is very important to understand that Every one of you who has got Realization has to establish the Realization and has to save those people. And I'm sure very soon we'll find Sahaja Yoga prospering in England, which is very important. The lethargy must be given up, the lethargy of the people is very important. Don't get involved into smaller things of life. Like Sahaja Yogis also can tend to be like that. For example, I know one gentleman who came here from Australia. When he was in England, he never wrote a letter to his mother for, I don't know, twelve years or so. He never cared for her. Not at all. And when he got into Sahaja Yoga, suddenly started remembering her and thinking bad about it and all that, he started writing letters to her. Then he went to Australia, we lost him completely and he's lost with his mother, finished. The whole balance is gone. It happens to be. In Australia there was a lady who never had a child and she came to me, they say she's now pregnant. Now I have the report that she's so enamored by that, that she doesn't do anything but to think of the child and you know, make the clothes and things for the child and she's running about that. She has nothing else left now to do for Sahaja. One can get lost into things, even in Sahaja Yoga. So be careful, these are temptations at a subtler level. Your heart opens out. and she's running about that. She has nothing else left now to do for Sahaja. One can get lost into things, even in Sahaja Yoga. So be careful, these are temptations at a subtler level. 
your heart opens out sometimes so much that you start getting again misidentified. Indians have another problem. They are too much attached to their children, to their mother, father. When they come, I have to give realization to the whole family, to three generations upward and three generations downward. Otherwise, they'll be always bringing out, my father is like this, my mother is like this, my brother is like this. All of them I have to give realization. Otherwise, any third, fourth generation dies somewhere, they'll say, Mother, see, I came to Sahaja Yoga and he's dead there. I said, did he come to me? So this is another sign. When they come to Sahaja Yoga, you see, they start becoming unaware of this kind of an attachment to the people because they see they are not realized souls, neither they are seekers and they are placed among all strangers there. They don't understand their language and they become quite aware. So they start becoming, you see, detached. They can go to another extreme also. You see, they can become very queer if they want to. Sahaja Yoga has the way to push you towards your subtle life, your subtle self, the spirit. But you have not to stick on to all these misidentifications, like sympathy, you see. In uh, England is a very common disease of sympathy. Sympathy is to share pathos. If you want to share pathos, better be sympathetic. Whom are you sympathizing? You see, compassion is different from sympathy. In compassion you can even kill the person. Yes, you can. You can hit the person nicely, as Christ did himself. Was there anybody greater than him in compassion? He couldn't bear the way the churches were running. He took a hunter in his hand, started whipping all the people. It hurts. So the compassion is to be understood and not the sympathy for things which are to be shared is the blessings of God. And once you start understanding this, then you will stand in the center, where you are compassionate. The compassion flows through, flows. You are attached to your compassion. It just flows. You don't expect anything out. It radiates. It gives that bliss, that joy, that happiness, which the Divine is supposed to do. It doesn't judge you the way we understand judging through rationality, but it judges you by its own balancing. That's how you have to become, you have to become those radiators. It's a very great thing for some people to become that. I think it's not difficult at all. If you understand how you got your realization without any difficulties. And in the same way, if you realize how you have to go further, so be careful about the temptations that come even after Sahaja Yoga, the misidentification, the oscillations from one point to another, going from one extreme to another extreme. 
if we all understand this, that we are not to pay attention only to our own chakras catching this, analyzing, sitting now, oh, I'm catching on this, I'm catching on that. Morning till evening, doing all kinds of nonsensical things. Forget it. You are useless if you are still analyzing yourself. You are not to analyze yourself. You have become a whole personality. If you are recording something, just know that you have to record, that's all. All these things I've been telling you in my own way, perhaps I've not been able to really make that progress in England as I thought it to be, as I was thinking about, because of lethargy to, to record, register what I'm saying and to act. One listens from this here and takes out from the same, doesn't even allow to surf, go through the head to come out of the other, then it's not going to help. Of course the vibrations work out, lots of things, the Kundalini comes up, she works out. But this brain is first enlightened, you know, in Sahaja So first the brain, first the Brahmarandra breaks here, then the heart. So in the brain one has to realize that the whole thing should be registered, first of all. The whole deliberations must come from your brain to begin with. The whole thing is absolutely logical after realization, if you see it. Once you accept it logically, you will stick on to it very well and then put it to your heart, but do not analyze it logical way of looking at things is this way. Yes, it has worked, it is going to work out. It has solved this problem, it's going to solve out the another problem. Now you can sit down and analyze, oh, it has solved my problem, this way, all right. Now, but could be that and could be this, then you are gone. This kind of attitude towards Sahaja Yoga is very injurious to your progress. Just see how far you have gone and how far you have to go than to just go on criticizing yourself and blaming yourself and bringing yourself down. After all, you've got it because you are a special category. Because you are seeker, so I have to do it for you. I mean, it has to be done, one has to do it. You deserve it. So why go on criticizing yourself all the time with this brain which is used to analysis? How can you analyze yourself? How do you analyze your realization? I don't understand. Why did you get your realization? Can you analyze it? Can you? Anyone of In the same way, one should not analyze whatever you are getting. Go on accepting it, taking more and more. You have to have it. You receive back, you turn your back to the Divine. If you go on criticizing yourself all the time, oh, why did I do it? Why should I have done it? The only disease you people have is the left Vishuddhi, which is you know, feeling guilty about something that doesn't exist now anymore. Enter into the present. Forget the past, forget it. That will take you to another dimension which is to be avoided completely. Not to feel guilty. Be cheerful. You have to have a very cheerful disposition after surgery. Do not analyze yourself. 
as I have told you, by analysis you will go up to the point of electromagnetic level where you will be just pulsating like that. Paramecium, you see. You are a human being, specially created, so beautiful. So try to understand yourself. Try to understand yourself. There's no word which can tell you. If I say feel, that means it can be any nonsense. If I say think, it can be another nonsense. But to be, to be that is the point, to be that. Just to be that is the enjoyment and the happiness. Thank you very much. May God bless. I see some faces smiling for a change. Would not smile, even I certified that worth smiling it is. You see, it is to be certified, still they wouldn't smile at any cost, you see. Like Shakespeare describes. All right, let's have the answer. Close your eyes. Just keep your eyes shut. <coughs> That's important because, as you know, that Kundalini doesn't rise above Agya or Hamsa Chakra if the eyes are not shut. So keep your eyes shut. Whatever your category is according to human understanding, you see, whatever race, whatever intelligence, whatever type of profession you have, whatever it is, it's not important to Sahaja Yoga. The category is only one that you are serious.
You don't have to think what things you have done wrong or anything, please. Don't count all these things. Just forget it. Just forget it. The time has come for you to have it and you are going to have it. Let your attention be loose, absolutely. Don't put it anywhere. Do not concentrate at any point. Just let it be loose. It will work out. The Kundalini has to rise. Now you have to say that God is the doer, He does everything. Till you are self-realized, you will not know that He is the doer, see, because you have not seen His doing. If you just say that He is the doer, not me, I am not the doer, but I am the spirit. He works it out through your spirit.
He is the one who gives you the capacity to love also. He is giving you the capacity to evolve. And he is the one who acts for it. So if you are the spirit, you become the witness of his play. Because you are a seeker, you have to respect yourself and love yourself and be kind to yourself. And there has to be no awe, because I love you much more than you love yourselves. I can prove it to you. So there should be no awe about me. Those who have come for the first time, are you feeling cool vibrations, any one of you? Are you feeling cool in the hand? Good. Are you? Yes. No. The one who is not feeling, please raise your hands first of all. Raise, raise it higher. Higher, yes. Yes. Just can you have a look at them? And those who are feeling, first of all those who are not feeling, just see them. One, two, three, four. Yes. Can you can you come and do please keep your hands up there. Please let them see that if you are feeling it all. It's important that you should feel it. Actually all those who have come for the first time raise your hands is the best way so they can also get it. All of you who have come for the first time. Is she feeling the cool breeze? Are you? You are feeling your horror. What about her? No. All right. Feeling it. Good. Keep it like that. Good. You are feeling it too. Now also those who are feeling it, just see them. The centers. You have to help them. Those who have come for the first time, ask them to sit here in front. Please, sit here. Hmm. Good. Now, is it all right? <laughs> Close your eyes. Working now. Left to the right. Left to the right. Oh. Hmm. What do you say? No, right to the left. Please watch here. 
Don't watch others, all right? Just watch me. What about these people? They have come for the first time. Have you? All right. Please be seated. We will look after you. Please. Sit down. Just put your hands closely. Watch them. First of all, you must see which side is higher and lower. You see? Just see for which side is higher and lower. Give them a balance. First of all, you must judge. You watch me here. It's all right. Mm. Left. Left to the right. Again. Um, right to the left. I'm sorry. Right to the left. I'm sorry. You've been to some guru or someone before, have you? Never been. Or to some sort of a spiritualist or someone? Never been. Are you a Catholic? Have you been to a Catholic? I mean, have you been a Catholic? No. It's all right. Now, are you a Protestant or what? Then what are you? Never believed in God or never believed in any such things? Never. But there is God, isn't it? I mean, you don't believe in God at all. Didn't think of Him. <laughs> you felt that there is something beyond or not. That's the point. You, you did. You did feel, isn't it? After all, you are a seeker. You are a bond seeker. And if you have discarded all these things, it's sensible also. Because it's quite foolish they are sometimes. Ha! Huh? Is it? Is He all right? Are you all right? Now, don't doubt. It's there. All right? Huh. Don't doubt. <laughs> what about him? Right. Right to the left. Right to the left. Forgive. Forgive. You must forgive. Forgive people. All right? Just say. No, oh, you are very good. So? Oh, they are very good people. They have come from Paris. Huh? What? Great. You happen to meet all seekers of the world <laughs> Now, how is the gentleman? Are you all right? Tingling. Have you been to some guru or someone? Have you been to some guru? Hmm? Yeah. Put your right hand like this, all right? Left hand towards me, right hand like this, the way it is. No, the right hand. Yes, facing that side. Feeling anything? Put your hands. Feeling? Some movement. Very subtle. Watch me here, all right? It will work out. What about me? 
Very good. Yes. Right to the left. But you have to be careful now. But some things have to be done to clear it out. Then you put him right to the left. Right to the left. Yes. Yes, right to the left. Anarakasurajan What about them? Left side. Left to the right. And this also. How are you? Better now. When you came, you were not all right. <laughs> you do, must do meditation, you must uh, clear out yourself. Yeah. How is she? Will you please remove her agya? Clearly, I would like to say. Hmm. Just a little bit. Can you close for me? Oh. On that side also. She has a Kadasha Rudra. Hold on. Say the mantra and it will work. Just put the thing a little bit. Have you gotten? Hmm. Can you give her a clip or something? Have you only got a clip or something just to see her Ekadasha? You been to some guru? That side, this side, this side. Have you been to any guru or anyone? Hmm? What she said? She saw me. Where? Huh? And she never went to anybody else before that. She has a Kadasharuta somehow. But have you been reading about mm, things like that? Hmm, that's it. <laughs> that's how it's all accommodated here. It's a little... That's all. It will work out, no problem. Just see the mantra, it will work out. Steve? Hmm. How is it? Are you better? Better now. Thank you. Let him put it. Is he feeling anything in the hand? Huh? Warm. Put your left hand on the stomach. This side. A little this side. On the liver. Now better. Cooler now? In the hand. The coolness, is it cooler now? Try to see. Try to see. It's very subtle, see? So, 
left to the right, you just put it. What work do you do? Huh? You are students, studying work. Huh? I know. Biology. Better. Biology. Now don't start thinking. Just don't start thinking, otherwise stop, all right? What about this gentleman? I'll ask him to watch me here. Are you feeling anything in the hand? We should be here, bad we should be. Just put your bandhan on the we should be He's good. But don't feel guilty about it at all, all right? That one thing is not allowed in Sahaja Yoga, to feel guilty. Don't sulk and think you have done anything wrong. That's it.